I'd like to focus on our first reading today, those who were in my, uh, in the Economy of Salvation or the Bible study class that we had this past year. We're familiar with the different texts that we went through in Genesis, especially surrounding Abraham. And earlier on in this, I believe it's the same chapter here in Genesis, uh, another piece of the of the story or another part of the, the puzzle is that Abraham uh, had uh, just previously been asking the Lord to spare Sodom and Gomorrah and, and the five cities of the plain. And it's almost like he was in a, a deal or he was bartering with God. And so he says to God, if there are 50 righteous people in the city, uh, would you spare the city? And God says, okay, if I can find 50 righteous people, I'll spare Sodom and Gomorrah. And then Abraham says, okay, well, how about 40? If there are 40 righteous people, will you spare Sodom and Gomorrah? And God says, okay, I'll spare it if I can find 40. And Abraham continues to sort of barter with God and work him down to five. If there are five righteous people... And Sodom and Gomorrah, will you spare it? And God says, okay. Now, it's interesting because Abraham uh, certainly was concerned for life in general, the life of the innocent, probably the life of the wicked as well. Um, and he was concerned for the life of those potential five righteous people. But also, you know, probably his main motive was he knew his cousin Lot was there and he wanted to save his cousin Lot. But he didn't directly asked God to do that. He didn't say, God, because you just have mercy on Lot. He appeals to God on the basis of God's justice. Now, God, in his justice, evidently could not find five righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah, and so he, he destroyed those cities and the other, the other two. There were, there were five that he was going to destroy initially, and he ended up destroying four. And, uh, and he, de- he did that out of his justice. He could not f- find five righteous people in, in these cities, uh, which was very sad. Um, and, uh, but here we have at the end of the passage, Abraham, I find this very interesting. Abraham, it says, early the next morning, Abraham went to the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence, bartering with the Lord. As he looked down on, towards Sodom and Gomorrah and the whole region of the plain, he saw dense smoke over the land rising like fumes from a furnace. So if you were Abraham, what would you conclude? Likely you would say, well, I, there weren't five righteous people in the city and unfortunately my cousin Lot is, is dead. I mean, that's what, you would, that's what you would think if you were Abraham and you would see from the distance these cities smoking and burning. But the... The surprise, what, how God goes beyond Abraham's petition is that he, he has mercy on Lot. There was a deeper desire of Abraham's heart that God knew about, is that he, he wanted to see his cousin Lot be spared. And so God actually does do that. He, he sends these angels, the angels get Lot out of there. And so we learn a few things. Uh, sometimes we approach God in terms of his justice, and uh, and that's a, a good and, and right thing to do, and he is a God of justice. But when we do that, sometimes he surprises us with his mercy, and he goes beyond what we ask, what we 
think of in our prayers and our petitions because he knows us even better than we know ourselves and he knows the deepest desires of our hearts. And also we learn that sometimes when we ask God for something, uh, it appears at first that he hasn't answered our prayer, but that in fact he has answered it. And so in today's passage from Genesis with Abraham and God, we learn about God's justice, we learn about his, his mercy, we learn about his wisdom and how all of these things really are much greater than we can ask or think.